Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I am Ben Duncan, and this is a place where prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana share their stories. Welcome back to Talent Hub Talk. Today, I wanted to do something a little bit different and share some tips around asking questions in your Salesforce interview. These are targeted at job seekers, so not questions that hiring managers can ask candidates, but really what job seekers can ask at the end of an interview or throughout the interview to yeah, really get a good idea of the environment and, and find out more about the, the, the role, the company, the hiring manager, things like that. Some people really love asking questions in an interview and uh, some ask because they know that they're expected to. And then there are some that don't ask any at all. And I'm hoping to help the people that only ask because they feel they need to and also the ones that don't ask any questions at all. In my opinion, everyone should go to an interview with some planned questions, uh, some questions that they've come up with in advance through doing some research on LinkedIn, you know, looking at the company website, looking at the hiring managers, um, LinkedIn page, things like that. Your natural curiosity should uh, uncover a few more questions to ask based on what people hear during the interview. So although it's important that you do plan questions in advance, you shouldn't you know, just stick to those questions if something else comes up in the interview that piques your interest in a particular area or if it uncovers some curiosity around what was said by the hiring manager. Too many people have lost out on jobs in my experience over the years and lost out on opportunities because they have not asked questions. And really, this can tell a hiring manager that uh, someone isn't interested in the role. It can potentially show or indicate that someone might not be curious or even that they haven't prepared properly for the interview. So it is really important that people are asking questions in an interview. Really, there isn't any excuse not to ask a question. At the end of the interview, when the hiring manager says, do you have any questions for us? Uh, this is really your time to uh, to shine with what you've prepared, what what has kind of come up through the interview. So, so no one should ever be saying, no, I don't have any questions. Every role, company... Um, you know, everything is different from role to role, company to company. So you, you're really going to have to tweak questions for different roles, different hiring managers. And I'm not suggesting that the questions that I, I mentioned today on this podcast are the ones that you should go ahead and, and ask in an interview. Um, I'm just really trying to kind of give you a way of thinking differently about the questions you ask or show really a bit of a blueprint for, for the questions that I think people could be asking, but really you need to go away and put your own spin on them and, and think about the, the environment, the role, the hiring manager, your level of experience as well, I think is important depending on, on um, the, the kind of positions you're going for. So, uh, so yeah, my goal really is to make people, um, get people thinking about what kind of things they should be looking to understand an interview and then uh, so that they can go away and form your own questions and, and also be comfortable asking questions because there are some questions that people People aren't necessarily comfortable asking, even though they do really want to know them. So I'll start with some of the standard questions that you've probably all heard before. And then I'll move into some questions that some people may not be comfortable asking. Uh, and it's really up to you to, to decide what is suitable, what's not suitable. Uh, and this will be based on things like your experience level, the company, the economy, which is you know an important one right now. And also the hiring manager sat in front of you on the day. 
you might prepare these questions and then you turn up. It might be a face-to-face. It might be a video, video interview. And then the way that the, the hiring manager comes across makes you uh, want to change some of the questions, which, so you need to be adaptable. You, that, that's why you can't just stick to the questions you've planned because the hiring manager might not make you feel comfortable asking some of those questions. So you need to kind of adapt. And, and really, if a hiring manager isn't making you feel comfortable about asking a question, then you have to really question whether that's the right environment for you anyway. But yeah, so I'll start off with some of the basic ones. Um, some of these are very self-explanatory, so I won't go into too much detail as to why I feel like they're worth asking. But the first question is, what would success look like in this role? You know, it's important that you understand and not just what the job responsibilities are, but what the outcomes that the business are looking to achieve are. So yeah, what would success look like in this role? And every hiring manager should be able to give a spin on, on what that looks like for them. The second question, what is on the Salesforce roadmap that you and the team are excited by? I think this is a good way of, of really getting the, the hiring manager to open up and, and talk about you know the areas of Salesforce that interest them and also to kind of sell the role to you as well, to show you what's on the roadmap, what the vision is, and um, and to get you excited as well by the prospect of, of joining the business. Um, you know, really to, if you've got a few different companies that you're interviewing with, you're, you're probably um, keen to understand the roadmap for each of them so you can see what aligns best to your career and uh, and career goals. So yeah, it's a really important thing to understand. Question three, how would you describe the current feeling about Salesforce across the business? This is obviously more targeted uh, to if you're, you're interviewing with an end customer, but it's really good to get a sense check on, on how the business actually feels about Salesforce. You know, have they had it for a number of years and, and it's not really being used? Um, have they considered moving away from it? Do they absolutely love it? Is the adoption really high? Do they want to get as much on the Salesforce platform as possible? It really provides you with a good insight into to how the company kind of feels about Salesforce, but you know how potentially much scope there'll be in the future to to continue building on the Salesforce platform and things like that. Number four, if successful, what would you like me to achieve in the next 30, 60, 90 days? So this is often a question that, you know, when you start in a role, companies are, are going to ask you what's going to be your plan for the first 30, 60, 90. And um, so you can kind of spin it around on the hiring manager and, and they probably won't go into a huge amount of detail because you're asking them on the fly and um, and they haven't got the whole day to answer the question. But it would be good to get an insight into, you know, what, what they expect from you, what you'll be working on and how they'll kind of onboard you into the team and, and uh, how they'll get you up and running. Number five, how do you encourage upskilling and learning opportunities amongst the team? I think everyone that I speak to, or a lot of people I speak to across the Salesforce ecosystem want to keep learning. Uh, they want to keep working on new things, um, you know, getting new certifications, picking up new skills. So I think it's really important to work for a business that are going to enable you to do that uh, and not just uh, keep you focused on what they already have or, or, you know, things you've already done in the past. And that's really driven by the hiring manager. So if you're asking them directly how they encourage it amongst their team, hopefully you'll get the answer that you're looking to hear. Number six. What is your stance on flexible working and how do current team members structure their team? So yeah, obviously you don't want to join a company and then find that if you can't work from the office five days a week, that's the expectation. So again, it's really important upfront to understand how, not just what the policy is on flexible working, but how other team members are managing that. Number seven, where do you see this role evolving in the future and what possible progression is there? You know, I think obviously when a company is hiring for a role, they have a requirement in mind. They have an expectation for someone to come in and deliver something. 
but um, sometimes they don't think about well what's what's the future looking like for that person sometimes they they kind of overlook the fact that people will want progression and want to grow and learn and you know develop themselves and progress in their career so it would be good to get an insight into how the manager sees that working and you know are there people above you that are going to hamper that growth because unless they move up they're they're kind of in the role that you would potentially move into and yeah just really see what that career path may look like if you stay within the organization number eight what are the biggest challenges that i might face in this position quite a big open question it's not all going to be smooth sailing in any role i'm sure and it's good to understand if the hiring manager has a view on on what those challenges are and um, also if they're honest around what those challenges will be and um so you go into this position with open uh, open eyes and you understand you know it's um it's uh, the, these are the things you may have to overcome to deliver success in the position so now for some questions that I think are powerful, but people may not always be comfortable asking. Um, and again, you have to kind of make sure that you are comfortable. Don't just ask them for the sake of it. You know, you, you, that they need to be things you want to understand, but also that you feel comfortable asking them. So number nine is, when did a team member that you didn't want to lose last leave and what was the reason for it? Retention is a big challenge for Salesforce hiring managers. It has been over the last few years. I often ask this question to, to clients when I'm hiring for them and, and some say, oh, we've never lost someone we didn't want to lose. Um, but the reality is it's, it's very likely that every company at some point will lose someone they don't want to lose. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how people answer this. Are they honest? You know, do they say, oh, a clash of personalities in the team? Did they say someone outgrew the business? Um, and if so, you know, how, how have they kind of addressed things that have happened in the past to make sure they don't happen again? And that's something you can definitely establish from asking a question like this. Number 10, what qualities are missing in the current team that you are hoping I can fill? This will give you an insight into the actual team, you know, who you'll be working with and the experience levels and what skills are already there um, and where you can maybe complement them. So it's it's quite a nice question to uh, to ask. Um, I don't think uh, anyone should be put off asking that, but um, but yeah, it's quite a juicy one. So um, you, you should get some really good insight from asking something like that. Number 11. What keeps you at this company? Kind of turn the, the interview around on the hiring manager and, and get them to, to really open up about what's great about working for the company. You know, they're not just going to say salary. I can guarantee that. So uh, they'll give you some insight into the actual, uh, you know, the benefits, the, the environment. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully they paint the right picture of the, the company. And, and that's the company you join if you are successful in the role. Number 12, what can I expect from the onboarding process and the first few weeks in this role? Yeah, really get the, the manager to showcase um, how they onboard a new member of staff. You know, what, what the first few weeks are going to look like. Are you going to be dropped in the deep end? Are you going to have a buddy? You know, are there offsite meetings that you're expected to attend in the first couple of weeks because that's uh, just the time of year that it is? And is the manager going to be away for three weeks during your onboarding and, and make that um, experience a little bit more challenging? Um, so just get a really good insight into how do they onboard people? You know, is it a positive experience? Do they um, make you feel really welcome? And then do they set you up for success in those first few weeks? Number 13. What challenges have you and the team overcome recently with the Salesforce platform? Yeah, again, this opens up the conversation around not everything being always rosy and um, and smooth sailing. Um, it'll be interesting to see how a hiring manager answers this and talks about you know how the the team collaborate, um, how they came to, together to over, overcome a challenge, and and gives you further insight into how they're using Salesforce and and how it's seen by the business, I guess. And then finally, I've got some questions to ask if anyone has concerns about the potential impact on the role that they're considering based on the, the current economy. You know, some people have been in their current organizations for a while and, and might be hesitant to move right now. Um, and it's really important that you ask these questions if you do have concerns, because um, 
yeah, you need to know, you need to be um, sure that you're not leaving a stable role for, for a role that could be impacted by downturns or anything like that. So number 14 is, is this role being hired for, for a specific project? And if so, how committed to the project is the business? That obviously sound that the question itself is, is aligned more to the end customer role. But if you were going for a partner, um, a Salesforce consulting opportunity, you can spin it and say, you know, is this role being hired for a specific project and what uh, risks are there that that potential project won't go ahead? Or, you know, how committed is the client to the, the project? Just get a good feel just to make sure that, you know, if, if you are hired and that project is put on hold, does that mean you're on the bench or they have other projects in mind for you? Number 15, how has the wider company and your team been impacted through the economy tightening? You know, quite a direct question, gives you uh, some some insight into how uh, the company has performed through the more recent tightening in the economy. You know, has, has there been um, redundancies in other areas of the business? Have the redundancies impacted this exact team? You know, hopefully the, the hiring manager paints a, a positive picture on that, but uh, it's really important to understand, right? Like, are you joining a company that has had to make cuts and if they have made cuts, how has that impacted the business? Are there potentially more cuts coming? So yeah, that, that's really important if you are concerned about you know moving to a new job um, in, in this climate. And number 16, do you see any risks regarding the ongoing need for this role within the business? Again, yeah, just quite direct, but uh, important to know. And I don't think hiring managers should be put off by answering questions like this at all. It shows that you're considerate, you're thinking things through, you're not making rash decisions, and that you're thorough, I guess. Um, and I'm sure any hiring manager would want to know the same things if they were moving to a different company. So there really are so many questions you can ask during an interview. Uh, and it is really important that you pick the ones that you are most uh, most suitable based on the position you're going for, the company, you know, the climate, your skill set your level of expertise as well. I always recommend that you go into an interview and then when you come out, you leave the interview with enough information that you're in a position to make an informed decision as to whether or not you want to proceed to the next round of interview or if you were to be made an offer um, that you would be able to make a decision on that position. So that's why it's really important. You're in the room, you've got one-on-one -on -one time with the hiring team, the decision makers, the people you'll be working with. It's a great opportunity to really find out as much as you can and, and not to leave the, the interview with any kind of unanswered questions or, or gray areas that you're not sure about. Um, because as soon as there are gray areas, then, you know, ultimately you're, you're, you're either chasing up directly and um, you're going via a recruiter who is going to be the go between and asking the question and, and you're then getting that information secondhand. So, uh, so yeah, I really recommend going into the interview fully prepared, um, you know, making notes. If you, if a question comes up that you want to ask and you're, you're going through the questioning still, uh, write it down on a pad. Um, ask it when it's appropriate. And, and yeah, really just um, get, get as much answered as possible. As far as I'm aware, no one's ever um, been turned down from an interview for asking too many questions. Um, I'm sure there probably are people that, you know, have gone on and on and on. But um, yeah, as long as they're, they're well suited to the role, the company, your, your skill set, and they're not just wasting people's time, I think it's, it's very important to ask questions. So, um, so yeah, hopefully this has been beneficial. Hopefully there's uh, something I've said today that, that you're going to add to your, um, thinking when you're next interviewing for a role. And it just goes to show there are plenty of questions out there that they don't just have to be questions around salary, flexibility, just the typical things that people might ask. Be creative, really think it through, think what you need to know to make a decision. And yeah, hopefully um, you'll go into the next interview confident to ask the questions that you need to know.
love to hear from anyone that um, has any other questions they ask or um, any questions that they have for me around interviews or, or planning questions or planning for an interview, doing your research up front, anything like that, I'm happy to answer. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out anytime and looking forward to releasing more episodes soon. So that's a wrap for this week's episode. And thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the chat. And if you did, please make sure you have subscribed for future episodes that are coming through. I would also be very grateful if you would consider leaving a review on your chosen podcast platform as five-star reviews will help us to reach more trailblazers from across the world. I look forward to sharing another episode with you soon. And thanks again.